0: Hey, friends, I'm Sharon Batters, and you are listening to the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And I'm so glad you joined us for our series called A Broken Hallelujah. Today's devotional is called Who Am I? And today's treasure is from John 11, verses 25 through 26. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Jesus uses events in our lives to show us new things about ourselves. Within a year after our son Mark's death, our daughter Heidi married Greg. Our son Dan started college and our oldest son Chuck married Melanie. Suddenly, I was preparing meals for two instead of six. Every trip to the grocery store reminded me of my changing life. The next two years were to have been Mark's special time as our youngest child. He would have been the center of our attention. My husband and I had planned to use the time to prepare for our imminent empty nest. Mark's sudden death robbed us of our preparation time and hurled me into an unfamiliar and unwelcome role change. I was forced to re-examine my identity as a woman. Through Mark's death, God put me at a frightening crossroad. Would passion for God or the loss of my son become the framework of my identity. Unable to make decisions and impatient with mindless chatter, I retreated from leadership in local women's ministry. Who was I? How should I feel my days? How could I? How would I? Learning to articulate my ultimate identity as God's disciple rather than as a mother forced me to find new ways of responding to my redemption. Like the excruciating pain of learning to walk again after an injury, every step caused anguish. But my spiritual health demanded that I face the challenge. What if God's plan for me and for my life includes other losses? What did I have that could not be taken away? Remember the story of Mary and Martha in John 11? Their brother Lazarus was dying. The sisters sent for Jesus with this message from John 11:3. 3. Lord, the one you love is sick. Jesus, who is bound by no one's desires but God's, took his time traveling to the home of his friends. By the time he arrived, Lazarus had been in the grave for four days. What were Martha's thoughts as she awaited his arrival? My own struggles to harmonize God's character with the way he sometimes works gives me empathy for Martha. She knew Jesus loved Lazarus, But the delay did not fit her definition of love. When finally Jesus arrived, Martha's belief in his sovereignty rang out in her exclamation that we read in John 11, verses 20 through 21. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus dealt with the grief of Lazarus' sisters by gently leading them into deeper intimacy with him. To Martha, he uttered these astonishing words from John 11, verse 25. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Martha, do you believe this? Martha's response considering the circumstances was also astonishing, as we read in John eleven twenty six. 26. Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who was to come into the world. This proclamation of faith would determine Martha's reaction to future circumstances and enable her to serve him with contentment and joy. Jesus confronts each of us with the same question. Do you believe this? When i stood beside my son's casket and cried lord if you had been there on that highway my son would not have died a similar set of words echoed through my pounding head sharon i was there i am the resurrection and the life mark is not dead he is alive with me do you believe this friends my identity as a believer a child of the king determined my answer but would my whispered yes push me through my anguish to a place where God could use me as a physical demonstration of his faithfulness? Even the power to whisper yes came from intimacy with Christ as we read in Philippians 2.13, the Amplified Version. Not in your own stream, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. For many years, every morning when I woke, the headline in my soul was, Mark is gone. God's indwelling spirit gives me supernatural power moment by moment to choose submission to God, to reflect my identity as his child, and to seek his kingdom and his righteousness through obedience as we read in Matthew six thirty-three. I am learning that tearful disappointments do not mean God is absent, but that he is walking in the fire with me. The future may change how I wait on him, but it cannot change who he is, how much he loves me, or my calling to serve him. Oh, friends, please listen to my words. They are still hot from the refiner's fire. Circumstances do not change who you are. Your primary calling is to reflect the character and nature of God whether you are experiencing pain or prosperity you have many treasures to offer people when God calls you to offer the treasures of your inheritance you are on holy ground God is doing soul work and he is giving you the privilege of fulfilling his promises in a needy heart this is grace Hey friends, thanks so much for joining us for Daily Treasure. I want to remind you about another platform we have for offering the help and hope of the gospel, and it is Ask Dr. Betters on YouTube. This is the platform where my husband, Chuck, answers hard questions about suffering, questions that come from all over the world, and people from all over the world are watching these videos and being encouraged by them. We have had over 2 million views, and we have thousands of subscribers. So make sure you check it out, Ask Dr. Betters on YouTube. I'm Sharon Betters. Thanks so much for joining us. I look forward to being with you tomorrow.